Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Wal aqibatu lil muttaqeen Wala udwana illa ala zalimeen Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina muhammadin Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد مدير بلاف الإخوة Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Today, bi idnillahi ta'ala, we will be studying together an amazing hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and that is the hadith of Jibril. This hadith is mashhur. An Umar ibn Khattab radhiyallahu an. قال بينما نحن جلوس عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ذات يوم اطلع علينا رجل شديد البياض الثياب شديد سواد الشعر لا يرى عليه أثر السفر ولا يعرفه منا أحد حتى جلس إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فأسند ركبتيه إلى ركبتيه ووضع كفيه على فخذيه فقال يا محمد أخبرني عن الإسلام قال الإسلام تشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله وتقيم الصلاة وتؤتي الزكاة وتصوم رمضان وتحج البيت إن استطعت إليه سبيلا قال صدقت فعجبنا له يسأله ويصدقه فقال أخبرني عن الإيمان قال أن تؤمن بالله وملائكته وكتبه ورسله ويوم الآخر وأن تؤمن بالقدر خيره وشره قال صدقت قال فأخبرني عن الإحسان قال أن تعبد الله كأنك تراه فإن لم تكن تراه فإنه يراك قال فأخبرني عن الساعة قال ما المسؤول عنها بأعلم من السائل قال فأخبرني عن أمراتها قال أن تلد الأمة وربتها وأن ترى الحفاة العرات العالة رعاء الشاء يتطولون في البنيان ثم انطلق فلبثت مليا ثم قال يا عمر أتدري من السائل قلت الله ورسوله أعلم الله ورسوله أعلم رواه مسلم In this hadith بارك الله فيكم there are many benefits that we can take from this hadith so we're going to focus on these benefits بإذن الله and we're going to discuss them in نقاط إن شاء الله تعالى the first point is this narration is an Umar ibn Khattab radiyallahu anhu sahabiyun jalil mashhur thani khulafa' ar-rashidin al-mahdiyin awwal man luqiba bi amir al-mu'minin is Umar ibn Khattab radiyallahu anhu al-qurashi illustrious sahabi the second khalifa and the first to be nicknamed amir al-mu'minin and he's, radiyallahu anhu, has high station in al-Islam. 
And he narrated this hadith, this amazing hadith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he has narrated, and the messengers, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, about 539 narrations. And he was Khalifa for about 10 years and 6 months. And he died when he was 63 years old. The status of this hadith. This hadith, يَرْوِهِ عَنْ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ ثَمَانِيَةٌ مِنْ أَصْحَابِهِ الْكِرَامِ Eight of the companions of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم narrated this hadith. This shows the status of this hadith. And that is Umar ibn Khattab as you know. And his son, Abdullah ibn Umar, and Abu Huayra, and Abu Dhar, Al-Ghafari, and Abdullah ibn Abbas in Radilawain. Huma wa Anas ibn Malik wa Abu Ammar al-Ash'ari wa Jirid ibn Abdullah, Jirid ibn Abdullah al-Bajali, and other than them, radiyallahu anhum ajma'in. And in this hadith, to show the status of this hadith, that this hadith yubayin al-aqidah, the creed, and that is mabin ala arkam al-imani sitta, based and built upon the six pillars. And it clarifies the sharia, the legislation. And it mentions the arkan of al-Islam. By, and in this it clarifies the sharia. It mentions the pillars of al-Islam. And in this hadith also, also shows al-adab wa-suluk. It shows manners and etiquettes. And ibadah. And how one should turn their hearts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bidhikr al-ihsan. When he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in this hadith, Ihsan, Naam, and also in it is the information of the Sa'ah, the last hour. All of this shows us the manzil of this hadith. And this hadith mentions Al-Islam, Al-Iman, Al-Ihsan. And this shows the comprehensive nature of this hadith, which is why the ulama, they call this hadith, Umm sunnah the mother of the Sunnah, Yani. That hadith, يَرْجُوا إِلَيْهِ جَمِيعِ الْأَحَدِيثِ And that is the hadith which all of the narrations come back to. Just like Surah Al-Fatiha, تُسَمَّى بِأُمِّ الْكِتَابِ And أُمِّ Quran. Just like the Surah Al-Fatiha is called the mother of the Quran. يعني بِمَعْنَى that which all verses come back to in Surah Al-Fatiha in its comprehensive nature. So likewise, this hadith of Jibreel is Umm Sunnah. As all of the sunnah is summarized in a comprehensive nature in this hadith of Jibreel. This amazing hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The next point we're going to mention, this is point number three. And that is some affairs of the usul. Usul of the deen that is mentioned in this hadith. The first one is bayan an al-islam lahu khamsata or lahu khamsatu arkan. And in this hadith, it mentions that Islam has five pillars. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ajaba bithalika wa qal, Al-Islam an tashhada an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammad rasulullah wa tuqeem al-salaa wa tuti zakaa wa tasumu ramadhan wa tuhuj al-bayt in istata ilayhi sabila. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned the five pillars. The shahada, that none deserves to be worshipped, bihaqqin. In reality, 
illallah except Allah and that Muhammad and Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the messenger of Allah and establishing the salah number 2 and the zakat number 3 and saum fasting in the month of Ramadan number 4 and performing the hajj number 5 and also in this hadith point number 3 أن هذا الدين لا يكمل إلا بشهادة أن محمد رسول الله. and that is that this deen is not complete. the deen of an individual is not complete except that they testify that there's that Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم is the messenger of Allah. and in it is the iman that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم خاتم النبيين. he is the seal of all prophets. كما ذكر صلى الله عليه وسلم في حديث صحيح. لا نبي بعدي لا نبي بعدي there isn't a prophet after me so a part of that iman in the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the testification is iman in this and believing this and establishing this and attesting to this point number 4 and that is that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam jama'a shahadata an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadar rasulullah fi ruknin wahid And that is that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he mentioned in the first pillar combining the testification that that, that of la ilaha illallah and the testification that Muhammad is Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam as one pillar in itself. وذلك لأن العبادة لا تتم إلا بأمرين. That's because worship cannot be complete and accepted except by two affairs al-ikhlas lillah sincerity for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa ma umiru illa liya'budu allah mukhlisina lahu ad-din not be commanded except to worship allah sincerely for his religion al-ikhlas sincerity this is the shahada an la ilaha illallah wa huwa ma tadammanatu shahada an la ilaha illallah and the second al-mutaba'a لرسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم the second is that the ibadah has to be in according to the messenger the sunnah of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم it must comply to the sunnah of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم and this is the shahada anna muhammad rasulullah so the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he mentioned this يعني he mentioned this يعني ركن واحد that is one pillar and the reason being that worship is not accepted except by fulfilling these two conditions that is maintained in the shahada and then after that he mentioned ibadat to make us understand that the fundamental of all of the ibadat is this shahada an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadur rasulullah al ikhlas wal mutaba'ah sincerity and in comp- compliance with the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam And then after that he in this hadith mentioned as-salah, as-zakah, as-siyam wa hajj, ibadat, na'am. So in it barakallahu fikum is a call to tawhid. Is the call to tawhid and the call to the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The next benefit that we can take from this hadith annahu la yatimma islam al-'abd hatta yuqim as-salah. That the islam of an individual is not complete until they establish the prayer. Not that not that they just pray but rather they establish the the prayer mudawama they're consistent in their prayer and that is that this is 
the Rukun Thalith, the th uh, uh, Rukum Athani, this is the second pillar that is mentioned after the pillar of the Shahadatan. Now, to show the importance of a Salah, to show the importance of a Salah. The next benefit that we can take from this hadith is that uh, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned that Iman comprises of six affairs. And that's the Iman in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, and the Malaika, angels, and the books revealed, and the messengers sent, and Yawm Al-Akhir, the last day, Wal-Qada, Wal-Qadar, and decree, and predestination, and so forth. Now, this Barakallahu Feekum, the messenger here, has mentioned the affairs that is entailed in Iman. The next benefit that we can take from this hadith is the tafriq bayn al-islami wal-iman. Now in this hadith, <coughs> Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has made a distinction between al-islam and iman. And the qaida is in this barakallahu feek, iza ijtama'a iftaraqa wa iza iftaraqa ijtama'a. And that is that Islam, when it's mentioned in the same sequence as iman, al-islam is pertaining to the a'mal al-jawarih, those actions of the limbs. And iman is pertaining to that which is in the heart, in that, that which is within. Naam. When Islam is mentioned in the same sequence as iman. But when either ijtama'a iftaraqa, and when they're mentioned in the same sequence, they differ. One, actions of the limbs, and the other, that which is in the heart. But when they are mentioned on their own, so when we mention Iman on its own, it incorporates the actions of the limbs and the heart and so forth comprehensively. And Islam is the same. So here the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned Al-Islam and he mentioned Al-Iman and that in that he mentioned the Salah, the Zakat, the Hajj and the Sawm and the Hajj as Al-Islam. And he mentioned the affairs of al-aqidah and belief and so forth uh, regarding al-iman. Because إِذَا اجْتَمَعَ اِفْتَرَقَ وَإِذَا اِفْتَرَقَ اجْتَمَعَ When they're mentioned together in the same sequence, their meanings are different. And when they are mentioned individually, the meaning is the same, comprehensively. Now, the next benefit that we can take from this is al malaika And that is that in this hadith, is the, the belief in the malaika, the angels. And whom alimu ghaybi. They're from the unseen. وَصَفَهُمُ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى بِأَوْصَافٍ كَثِيرًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned them with noble characteristics. لَا يَعْصُونَ اللَّهَ مَا أَمَرَهُمْ وَيَفْعَلُونَ مَا يُؤْمَرُونَ They do not disobey Allah in that which they have been told to do, and they do that which they've been commanded. We have to have iman. In that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in detail regarding the angels and the awsaf and their characteristics and so forth. And they're from the ibad. They're from the worshippers of Allah. They do not, they're not arrogant and haughty as it relates to the ibadah. They submit fully to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They Glorify Allah all night and all day. This is the characteristics of the malaika that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has 
mentioned to us. And we have to have Iman in their, in their characteristic, in the names of the Malaikat as mentioned to us. Like the name, for example, the name of Jibreel, alayhi salatu and so forth. We have to have Iman in this, Mujmalan wa Tafsila. The next benefit that we can take from this hadith, Wujub al-Iman bil-Kutub, allati anzalaha Allahu ala rasulihi, alayhim salatu wasalam. We have to have Iman, general knowledge on all of the books that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed to his messengers. And we have to have Iman in all of the specific affairs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned regarding his books. لَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُلُنَا بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأَنزَلْنَا مَعْهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْمِزَانِ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and we have sent to our messengers clarification and revealed to them books. So they've revealed books. We have to have iman that the books of the books that Allah has revealed to his messengers. And we have to have iman of those books that Allah has mentioned in detail regarding their names and so forth, like the Injil and the Torah and the Quran al-Azim. The be- another benefit that we can take from this hadith, barakallahu fiqh, is wujub al-iman bil-rusul. And that's having iman in the messengers, alayhim salatu salam. فَنُؤْمِنُ بِأَنَّ كُلُّ رَسُولٍ أَرْسَلَهُ اللَّهُ فَهُوَ حَقٍّ All of the messengers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent, that they are upon the truth. وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُلًا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْهُمْ مَنْ قَصَصْنَا عَلَيْكَ وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ لَمْ نَقْصُصْ عَلَيْكَ We have to have iman in those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned regarding them being the messengers. Alayhim salatu wasalam. And we have to have iman generally of those who he hasn't mentioned subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from that is the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama. And there is a prophet, for example, who does not have anyone with him following him. We have to have iman in that prophet. We have to have general iman of all of the anbiya and the rusul that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent. And we have to have specific Iman in the names that Allah has named, who He's named that are messengers and their da'wah and so forth. Alayhim salatu wassalam. Naam. Another benefit that we can take from this hadith, barakallahu fikum, is the iman al iman bil yawm al akhir. And that is the iman regarding the last hour. <coughs> regarding the last hour. And that is, and it's yawm al qiyamah, ya ikhwah. And that's the day of judgment. And it's called yawm al akhir. لأنه آخر المطاف للبشر فإن البشر أربعة دور and that is that this is the last trip of the of man and that is the hereafter and that is as it relates to an individual he and, and mankind they go through four different stages in their existence الدور الأول في بطن أمه the first stage is in the in in the bellies of his of their parent their mothers in the bellies of their mothers and the next stage is when they come out from the, 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 the bellies of their, their mothers and they're in this world, in this dunya. is in barzakh. And that's the stage in a barzakh. Uh, when they've been asked in the grave and so forth. And the last stage is the hereafter. There isn't a home after that, ikhwah. That is the end. Imma ila jannah wa imma ila nar. Either in jannah or in 
In, we have to have Iman in four affairs as it relates to the Qadr. And the first one, Al-Awwal, أن تؤمن أن الله مهيت بكل شيء علما جملة وتفصيلا. And that is that Allah subhanahu, you have to have Iman regarding Qadr, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encompasses all knowledge. He has knowledge of all affairs when it happens, before it happens, and what will happen if it happened. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the encompassing knowledge. And in this barakalafiq is a refutation against the Qadriyyah. It's a refutation against the Qadriyyah, those who negate the Qadr, the, 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 the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as it relates to the decree. So we have to have Iman in that. And number two, and two will be an Allah katabah fil lawhil mahfuz. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written in the scrolls, maqadiri kulli shay ila qiyamisa. All of the details of everything until the end of time. And number three, Anything that happens, it happens due to the will of Allah and the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing is exempt or is, is taken, uh, is, is not part of the intention of or the mashi'ah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything is in, in, in incorporated in the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is, barakallahu feekum, a refutation against the Qadriya again. Al-Rabi'a tu'mini bi'ana Allah khalaqa kulli shay. Allah khaliku kulli shay. We have to have iman as it relates to Qadr that Allah creates everything. Makhluqullahi azza wa jal suwa'un kana min fi'lihi alladhi yaqtasu bihi. And in that we have to have the iman that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created everything. Whether it's from that which Allah created from the rain and, and the wind and, and, and the, the, the agriculture and, and the creation. Or that which is from the actions of the abd, the actions of the slave. And that is that we have iman that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created that. And this... Uh, has been uh, uh, mentioned in detail by the book of Al-Imam Al-Bukhari, Khalq Al-Af'al Al-Ibad. And that is the proofs and evidences as relates to the actions of the Ibad. Wallahu khalaqakum wa ma ta'amaloon. Wa ma ta'amaloon. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Allah created you and that which you do. This is all part of the Iman Al-Qadr. And again, the refutation against the Qadariyyah and from all of their groups now. After this barakallahu feekum, this amazing hadith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we mentioned initially the affairs of al-usul that is taken from this hadith in general. After that we mentioned some uh, other benefits that we can take. The first benefit is, is istihbab julus al-alim bimakani yakhtasu bih. And that is that in this hadith of Jibreel, the sahaba radiyallahu anhu, were sitting around the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he was sitting in a specific place. And from this the ulama have taken that from the 
way of the alim that is teaching is that he takes a specific place where he uh, will teach and educate the people. And this is what we find that the ulama have practiced. Those who sit with the ulama and they see the, sit in the durus of the mashayikh that have places that is designated for them that they teach the people. Benefit number two that we can take in addition to that which we've mentioned in, in previous uh, issues. And كَذَا عَالِمْ أَنْ يُبْرِزُوا بَعْضَ الْأَوْقَاتِ لِلنَّاسِ لِقَضَاءِ حَوَائِجِهِمْ And it's from the etiquette of an alim, a scholar, that he takes out specific time in order to deal with the affairs of the people. And that is that in this hadith, بَارَكَ uh, there is a, a narration uh, that is mentioned in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Kana Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Baraza yawman linnas And that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He made a specific day For the people Qala al-Hafid ibn Hajar Ay zahiran lahum Ghayr muhtajab He made it himself apparent and uh, available for them And this is from the way of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And likewise we see the ulama of today The ulama you find that they make themselves available for the tulab and the people to seek ilm from. And this is from that which is taken from the hadith of Jibreel, alayhi salatu salam. The next benefit that we can take from this, uh, in addition to that which has, has been mentioned, is bayan tawadur al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Showing the humility of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, bihaythu annahu jalasa ma'ashabihi. And that he sat with his companions, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He sat amongst his companions. And gave time to his companions. And this shows the humility of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For verily he is Rasulullah, Khairul Bashar, Kalimullah, Khalilullah. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the one that Allah spoke to. The closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he gave time to his sahaba. And this is from the tawadu' the humility of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَلَا غَرَابَ فِي ذَلِكَ And it's not strange, حَيْثُ أَنَّ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned regarding him, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ And you are in the utmost highest level of character and manners. بارك الله فيكم After this, we find that in this hadith, there is a benefit أَنَّهُ يَنْبَغِ لِلْعَالِمِ أَنْ يُرَفِّقْ أَوْ يَرْفِقْ بِالسَّائِلِ وَيُدْنِيهِ مِنْهُ لِيَتَمَكَّنُ مِنْ سُؤَالِهِ and that is that from this hadith it shows that the teacher should have uh, leniency with um, uh, his student and the one that is asking. And this is shown clearly in that the Messenger وسلم, welcomed him when he came and uh, uh, Jibreel came and Jibreel came to ask questions and the Messenger وسلم, didn't turn him away and he was gentle regarding the answering of the questions that uh, Jibreel asked in this amazing hadith. After this, barakallahu fikum, another benefit that we can take from this, anna ala talibi ilm, an yubalig fi al-isgha ila mu'allimihi. And that is that in this hadith, it shows us that it is upon the student of knowledge that he shows immense focus and attention, giving focus and attention to his teacher or to, his, to the scholar or to the shaykh or to the one that's teaching him. And this is taken from this in Hayth wa'anna Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam. He put his, uh, uh, himself close to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And his knees close to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
And he, by this, he was showing that uh, he is focused and listening to that which the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was about to tell him and teach him. Now, another benefit that we can take from this hadith, and that is ijabat al-sa'il bi aktharu mimma sa'al. And that is that in this hadith, barakallahu feekum, that from the way of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is that he gives the questioner more than that which the questioner asked. And that is that in, the, in this hadith, Barakallahu feekum, لما أجاب السائل النساء When Jibreel, he asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about the last hour. And the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he responded and he said, مَا الْمَسْؤُولُ عَنْهَا بِأَعْلَمِ السائل He said that the one that has been asked is not more knowledgeable than the one who is asking. And then he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said in another narration of this, فَسَأُخْبِرُكَ an أَشْرَاطِهَا And I will tell you of its signs. And then he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, told, mentioned the sign, إِذَا وَلَدَتْ الْأَمَةُ رَبَّتَهَا And that is if a slave will give birth to her master. And that is from the signs of the hour. وَإِذَا تَطَوَّلَ رُعَاتُ الْإِبْلِ الْبُهْمِ فِي الْبُنْيَانِ That's when people of low status and poor people are uh, contesting in regards to high buildings. So in this, the Messenger وسلم, he gave extra information to Jibreel when he asked that question. And this is without a doubt from the way of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in educating his Sahaba. And in on top of this, Barakallahu Fikum, the Qissa, the story of this hadith, as is mentioned in the books of the Sunnah, is <coughs> that Yahya ibn Ya'mar and Humayd ibn Abdurrahman, Rahimahumullahu Ta'ala, they went to do Umrah, Mu'tamirayni or Hajjain, to do Hajj or Umrah, looking for the Sahaba, radiyallahu an, so they can ask any of the Sahaba regarding Ma'bal al-Juhni. And Ma'bal al-Juhni was an individual in Basra who claimed, who, who denied Qadr, who denied Qadr. So they travelled, Yahya bin Ya'mar and Humayd, Ibn Abdurrahman to Mecca, Hajjaini, or Mu'tamiraini, Bahithaini, and As-Sahaba. They were looking for the Sahaba, looking for the Sahaba who were the most knowledgeable of that time. And they said, لَوْ لَقَيْنَا أَحَدًا مِنْ أَصْحَابِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمُ فَسَأَلْنَاهُ عَمَّا يَقُولُ هَؤُلَا فِي الْقَدْرِ If only we can meet anyone from the companions of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so we can in, uh, ask them regarding that which these individuals and from the Ma'bad al-Juhni are saying regarding Qadr, yani denying Qadr. فَوُفِقْنَا لَنَا وَوُفِقَ لَنَا عَبْدُ ibn Umar. وُفِقَ لَنَا عَبْدُ ibn Umar. And we were given the guidance to meet Abdullah ibn Umar. And they asked Abdullah ibn Umar, Regarding the 
affair of Qadr. And Abdullah ibn Umar, he gave them the whole of the hadith of Jibreel. Remember their question was about Qadr, decree, and he gave them the whole of the hadith of Jibreel that he narrated from his father. So this is an example of the companions also giving the questioner more than they asked. They asked him regarding Al-Qadr and he gave them the full hadith of Jibreel about Al-Islam and Al-Iman and Al-Islam and Ihsan. Al-Islam and the five pillars of Al-Islam, Al-Iman and the six pillars of Al-Iman and Al-Ihsan. And Ihsan to worship Allah as if you can see him and if you can't uh, get to that level then know that he sees you. Be aware and watchful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the affair of the, the, uh, uh, the end of the, the hour and, uh, and Finally, Qadr, which is the reason why they asked the question. So he gave them more than they came for. So this is the way of uh, the Prophet ﷺ and likewise his uh, companions in cultivating the people. Also in this hadith, Barakallahu feekum, al-hath ala su'al anil ilm nafi' And in this hadith, Jibreel, he asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about Islam. He asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about Iman. And he asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about Ihsan. And he asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about the last hour. And he asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about Qadr. In this, Barakallahu Fikum, is that an individual has to exhort effort into asking questions that benefit him. Because in this hadith, Jibreel asked about all those affairs Forementioned affairs as they were beneficial in the dunya and the akhirah. And they didn't ask a su'al la fa'ida He didn't ask about a question that has no benefit. Barakallahu feekum. Which is why Az Zuhri, rahimullah ta'ala, he said, Al ilmu khazana. Al ilmu khazana. Miftahu hal mas'ala. He said, rahimullah ta'ala, that knowledge is like a safe deposit box. Knowledge is like a safe deposit box and the keys is asking good questions to open up that box of knowledge. So in this hadith, Jibreel has asked beneficial questions. So therefore, the talib al-ilm, the student of knowledge, the seeker of the truth, asks those ben- questions that will benefit him or benefit her in this life and the hereafter. Al-ilm khazana miftahuha and also Al-Asma'i Rahimullah Ta'ala Was asked Bima nilta ma nilt yani, How did you get this knowledge? Uh, As- Asma'i He was asked How did you attain this knowledge? Qala bi su'ali And that is by my questions yani Good questions So it's upon us to ask those questions To the people of knowledge Those questions that are of benefit Following the way that Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam asked the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam about Islam, Iman and Ihsan and the Sa'ah and also Qadr. The next benefit that we, we can look at, Barakallahu Fikum, is that Adab Talib Ilm Tasbuq Talab Nafsahu. And that is that the manners of the student of knowledge precedes his seeking of knowledge. And that is that the person who wants to seek knowledge has to adorn himself with um, good manners. 
He has adorned himself with good etiquette. And this is taken from this hadith. Jibril ta'addaba Jibril fi jalsatihi thumma sa'al. Jibril alayhi salatu salam. He came clean with nadhafa shadid al-bayad. And his, his soul was purely white. La yura'a alayhi athar al-safar. And he, you could not see in him signs of a traveler. Because you know when somebody travels, they're usually a bit disheveled. And you find that they're not fresh looking. But Jibreel alayhi salatu came looking fresh. So he prepared himself with, with, with good etiquette and good uh, uh, presence uh, before he actually asked the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thumma jalasa, and then he sat close to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Uh, and he put his knee to the knee of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he sat down in a in a hayah in a in a humble uh, position, getting ready to seek knowledge. So therefore, the talib al-ilm has to have this in his closet, in that he has to prepare himself with and adorn himself with good manners. So therefore, he can benefit truly with the knowledge. And then after that, Jibreel asked the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Akhbirni an al-Islam. Tell me about Islam." After he prepared himself in his clothing and his cleanliness and his etiquette and his sit and his stature and how you're sitting he prepared himself and then finally after that he began seeking the knowledge so this is an example of what we have to do in essence when seeking ilm and barakallahu fikum uh, in this hadith barakallahu fikum is ahamiyat al-ta'lim and tariq al-su'al and that is that uh, in this hadith, he shows the importance of seeking knowledge uh, by means of asking questions. As-su'al wa jawab. Naam. And that is teaching others, or rather, teaching others by asking questions and answering the questions. And this is clear as Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam asked the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam questions and he said sadaqt, which means that he knew, he says, Akhbir al-Islam and then the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned the pillars of al-Islam and then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam after mentioning that Jibreel said Sadaqt correct which means he knew so therefore from the manners of teaching people is by asking questions so they can hear the answer and the proof of this is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said in the riwayah of Abi Huwarata, radiyallahu anhu, in al-Bukhari, at, فَإِنَّهُ جِبْرِيلُ أَتَاكُمْ يُعَلِّمُكُمْ دِينَكُمْ And verily this it was Jibreel that came to teach you your religion. And how did he teach the religion? By asking questions so that it can be answered for those who are sitting. And those who are present. Naam. So this shows us the usloop of the one that is educating. That they should use the tariq of as-su'al. Asking questions. Also barakallahu fikum in this hadith. Istihbab al-abyad min al-libs. Or libas. And that is the preference of dressing in white. From your clothes. And this is that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to prefer white. And likewise, Jibril alayhi salatu wasalam, he came, uh, and his thobe and his clothing was white, 
his clothing was white, which signifies the importance of wearing white and being clean. And also we have, as relates to cleanliness and holding the affair of ilm and seeking knowledge in high esteem, so as we are in a state of cleanliness and good uh, uh, presence and so forth. Imam Malik, and that is that Imam Malik, that he would not sit in a sitting of hadith, in narrating hadith, uh, teaching hadith, except that he would have wudu. He will do wudu and he will put misk and perfume on and wear the best clothes. This is respect, to respect the sunnah and the hadith of the messenger sallallahu And in this hadith of Jibreel, the thobe was white, meaning it was clean and it was fresh. And he adorned himself, والسلام, with that. And this is, shows the importance of a white thobe and so forth. The next benefit that we can take from this hadith, and there are many benefits, is and that is the legislation of traveling to seek knowledge. And that is in this hadith. Traveling to seek knowledge. In that Jibreel nobody knew him. So it's as if he was a traveler. And he came to seek knowledge in that jalsa. So this is a proof of the importance of traveling to seek ilm. Nobody knew him. So he was a traveler. And he came to ask the messenger وسلم, questions. And that is to show the importance of a rihla ila talb ilm. And we have examples of Jabir ibn Abdullah. That he rahla shahran kamilan fi mas'alatin wahida. He traveled a whole month just for one issue. Jabir ibn Abdullah. This is the effort that the Sahaba radiyallahu anhum made as it relates to seeking ilm. And Jibreel showed this example in this hadith. And likewise, we have the Athar uh, re- regarding Sa'id ibn al-Musayyib rahimahullah ta'ala. He used to say, In kuntu la ashar al-layali. وَالْأَيَامِ فِي طَلْبِ الْحَدِيثِ الْوَاهِدِ That he, رحمه الله تعالى, he would uh, traverse and travel for a night and day just to look for one hadith. And he would be up for night and day looking for one hadith. This is the way of the Salaf and the importance that they have shown in seeking ilm. And Jibreel, alayhi salatu wasalam, in this hadith, Showed this by him being a stranger, yani someone who's a traveler and coming to seek ilm. Showing the legislation of seeking or traveling to seek ilm. Traveling to seek ilm. And another benefit that we can take <coughs> from this hadith, Barakallahu Fikum, and that is that when we're sitting in, in a, a, a majlis or jalasat al ilm, and the halaqat al-ilm, that it is from etiquette that the student of knowledge, that is seeking knowledge from the alim, for example, that he acknowledges that which he is learning. 
So when he is learning with the scholar and the scholar is mentioning fawaid, as Sheikh Saleh Fawzan Hafizullah Ta'ala mentioned regarding this from this benefit of Hadith Jibreel, in that he nods his head, he acknowledges, he shows that he's appreciating and he is uh, in tune with uh, that which has been taught. How is this shown in the Hadith of Jibreel, I ask you? It is shown when Jibreel said Sadaqt, he responded. He said Sadaqt, that's true. So it's him responding to the knowledge, responding to the ilm, not being something like it's just dead in the jalsa, someone's not paying attention, somebody who's just blank. La, you tabi'. He's following the dars, he's following and he's listening and he's affirming that he's listening by acknowledging. Sadaqt, that is true. And that's taken from this hadith Jibreel, showing that it's important for the talib ilm, that they show some type of acknowledgement as it relates to the knowledge that is taken from whether it's a nod of the head, or whether it's na'am and so forth, na'am. After this barakallahu uh in this hadith, it shows the obligation of Radd al-ilm in Allah, and that is returning knowledge to Allah. And that is that when... Uh, Jibreel asks, uh, uh, when the, the, Barakalafika, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he asked him, Do you know who the questioner was? Do you know who he was? After Jibreel in Talak, after he left, uh, we sat for a while. <clears throat> the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked, Do you know who the questioner was? And the Sahabat al Karam, they said, Radiyallahu anhum, Allahu wa Rasuluhu a'lam. Allah and His Messenger knows both. And this is the adab, uh, good etiquette with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is that they are referring that knowledge to them, to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Barakallahu feekum. And this is from the way of the Salaf. In that when they do not know, they say, La adri. As Abdullah ibn Mas'udin radiyallahu anhu yaqul, Ayyuhal nas, man alima minkum shay'an fal yaqul, wa man lam ya'lam fal yaqul, lima la ya'lam, Allahu a'lam. O mankind, those of you who know, then say that something, then say that you know, and you answer it. But if you do not know, then say regarding to that thing you do not know, Allah knows. Allah a'lam. This is the way of the Sahaba. Radiyallahu And a Sha'bi rahimahullah ta'ala from the Atabin, he said, وَقَدْ قَالَ شَعْبِ رَحِمَ ta'ala لَا أَدْرِي فَقِيلَ لَهُ أَمَا تَسْتَحِي أَن تَقُولْ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَةِ وَأَنْتَ فُلَانَ قَالَ إِنَّ الْمَلَائِكَةَ لَمْ تَسْتَحِي حِينَمَا قَالَتْ لَا عِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا عِلَّمْتَنَا Ash'abi rahimullah ta'ala, he said, La adri, regarding the issue, I don't know, I have no knowledge of it. And it was said to him, are you not embarrassed or shy to say that? What you've just said, when you are so and so, yani you have high station. And then Sha'bi rahimullah ta'ala, he said, the malaika, they were not shy to say that. When they said that there is no knowledge for us except that which you have taught us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Ibn Wahab rahimullah ta'ala qal, لو كتبنا عن مالك لا أدري لملأت الألواح. The scrolls will be full if we were to write 
the amount of times, yani those those uh, uh, tools that is used to write, it will be full. A Talib who is listening to Malik, Ibn Anas, ta'ala, his exercise book as we know today, his paper or his notes, where he takes his notes, will be full of I don't know. If he were to write all of the times he said I don't know. This barakallahu fikum is an important nukta. And that is that we take the rad of the ilm ilallah ta'ala. Your question is, the sahaba, they said, Allah wa rasuluhu alam, the messenger of Allah, Allah and the messenger knows best. This is the time of the, when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was alive. That the sahaba mentioned the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam because Allah revealed to him the affairs of the sharia. So that is from good etiquette to the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But after the death of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, we say Allahu a'lam, Allahu a'lam. Naam. بعد وفاة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا ينبغي أن يقول الله صلى الله وإنما كان ذلك أدبا في حياة المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم. Some good etiquette or the mess for the uh, etiquette from the Sahaba radiyallahu anhu to say that to the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam because he has. Being given the revelation, he doesn't speak from his desires, but is a revelation revealed to him. Another benefit that we can take from this hadith is the zakah of the Sahaba, the intelligence of the companions. In that the Sahaba radiallahu anhu, when the when Jibreel asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam an Islam and he said uh, uh, and, and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned the pillars of Islam or Khan al Khamsa and then Jibreel said Sadaqt you're right that's correct the Sahaba was shocked and it shows the intelligence of the Sahaba and also them being shocked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did not make inkar of this كما تعجبوا من عدم معرفتهم بالسائل من جهة وعدم ظهور أثار السفر عليه من جهة أخرى. And also it shows the intellect of the Sahaba رضي الله عنهم in that they were shocked that he asked a question and then he said that's correct because usually the one who asks a question doesn't know. And also it shows the intelligence of the Sahaba that they played paid uh, close attention to his uh, his appearance. So they never knew, they didn't know who he was, but they didn't see the signs of traveling. He shows the Sahaba paid attention to detail. He shows that the Sahaba, radiallahu ta'anhum, they paid attention to detail now. Another benefit that we can take from this hadith, barakallahu alayhim, And that is that if, barakallahu alayhim, uh, is a, a general question Then you stick to the most important of them And that is that in this hadith The Prophet ﷺ was asked by Jibreel uh, An al-Islam Islam is vast He was asked about al-Islam Islam is vast But yet he uh, uh, ﷺ mentioned the aham affairs of Islam He mentioned the most important Thing, uh, uh, components of Islam And that is the Islam The, the Arkan al-Islam The, the Shahada The Salah The Zakah The Prayer The giving in charity The Psalm, Fasting and Hajj 
These are the most important affairs of Islam. Uh, even though the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said that is al Muslim and salim al al Muslim min lisanihi wa yadi, and that the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said regarding Islam that the Muslim is the one, yeah, the one who uh, is 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 one who's implemented al Islam is the one who other Muslims are are free from his tongue and his hands harming them. So Islam has many components. A dhikr is from Islam. Amr bi ma'roof wa nahi al-munkar from Islam. But here the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned aham. And this is a nice benefit for the people who are educating the people. And that is that if you are mentioning a general question, what is Islam? Which is general? فَالْأَفْضَلْ أَنْ تَقْتَسُلَ الْإِجَابَ عَلَىٰ أَهَمِّ الْمُهِمَّاتِ It's important that you limit your answer to the most important uh, part of that general question and that is of al-islam and in this hadith there are many benefits that one can take hundreds of benefits that we can take from this amazing hadith of jibreel but we suffice with that which we have mentioned today from the usul that's taken from there that iman is is qawlu wal amal that iman is uh action and uh uh, and speak, speech, action of the heart and the limbs and of the tongue, uh, and that Islam and its pillars, the, the, the pillars of uh, of iman, the importance of of muraqaba and being aware and watchful of Allah subhanahu wa taala in obedience, and this again goes back to the affair of usul of uh, uh, affirming the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa taala as Samir and al Basir. And Al Alim, the all knowing, the all seeing, the all hearing. This Barakalafikum shows a comprehensive nature of this um this hadith which is rightfully called Ummul Kitab or sorry, Ummul Sunnah, which is rightfully called Ummul Sunnah, the hadith in which all of the hadith go back to. It's a summary of the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to give us al-ikhlas wa-sidq, and to give us the knowledge that is beneficial in munafi wa amal salih and to do those deeds that are pleasing to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and, and you meet in islami wa-sunnah, and that he takes us when we're in a state of al-Islam, pure Islam, and the sunnah, pure sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, free from bid'ah wa shirk, وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين